Blog Talk Radio. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than to sell a flow My mama told me never steal and never tell a folks I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling, we was that kind Well connected, well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it And get my message
wishes to my opposition You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol I got nothing against them, they got fucking potential But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be And I ain't spend a minute up in the streets But I'm limitless mentally, I'm lyrically ZMC LeBron shit, I was in a 6 after 23 And family gets everything, and money is less important Long as your mama like you, don't ever love a woman I got a lot of bitches, they got a lot of feelings But I got that green on my eyes and that ain't no Donny Simpson I retire you niggas, fuck you in your position They play so this slippery niggas can't even kick it Y'all ramble and talking shit to these bitches You know you real, you don't say it, you know you real, we gon' feel it Rock, about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website www.theempress.com for when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Yes, honey, it is the empress. It is. <laughs> what, what? I don't even know what the date is, you know, because I'm about to say, I hope she knows. <laughs> my girl said, let's do this. Let's do it. I said, okay, let's do it tonight. She's like, I'm ready. Let me get my drink. Let me get my tea, which <laughs> I know that tea is strong. It's strong, um, baby. Talk about it. I know we're gonna talk about it tonight. Tonight's show is about insecurities and what we can do about it or what we can't do it about about it. Um, I want to just start the show off by saying thank you guys so much for tuning in because the lines are already filling up. Maybe impromptu shows are the best. You talk from the cuff. You say what you got to say. You get it out there. Sometimes ruminating over things too much maybe makes it too clinical and people don't feel it's free to express themselves. So I'm hoping that the people that are on the line tonight are going to share with us, are going to open up with us. And, of course, this is a no-holds-bar type of show. We're here to talk. We're here to say what we got to say, but we also want to learn something, take something away from it. And since we're on tonight, I might as well introduce what we're going to do on tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to talk about that week. And I, I know, I know, I know, Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> right. I have a friend who is a very, very uh, uh, trustworthy, very professional, very outgoing type of person. Uh, As a matter of fact, he's just a a sort of celebrity for me. Um, I won't tell you who it is, but he's going to be on the line with us. And he actually asked me to do this show because he's embarking into a new business field, and that field of business means we. Like, I I don't know if you know it, but a lot of people are using 
using those types of incomes as true uh, business ventures. There's documentation that you can make so much money that it's ridiculous. People who were making minimum wage are usually making no more than about $50,000 a year are now instant millionaires. And this is, this is something that's going to catch on. Now listen, oh. now I'm going to have to put you on pause no. until we can get you in your background when you're ready, Ashley, but we're going to talk about it. But I want to let the people who are here on the line, thank you for calling in, and please share this thread if you got this through Facebook, if you got it through uh, Instagram, if you got it through however you got the thread, please share it and tag people because this actually ended up being a private event. Um, when I set up the event, it became private. But it's not necessarily private because I want to be able to share it with anybody. And once it is completed, it becomes a live stream that is uh, able to be picked up either by uh, Facebook, um, uh, okay, Facebook and other threads. But you can listen back. But it's, it's interesting when you give people the mic. Uh, that they have things to say that maybe they don't want to say face-to-face, and that's great, and it's fine. And we're not here to make you say anything in particular. We just want you to hear what my girl had to say. And I'm going to tell you, I was like, where where is this coming from? Because insecurity is something that I deal with all the time. I know a lot of people probably think, oh, she thinks she this, she thinks she's that. And I'm really not that type personality. I never have been. I've always had my insecurities and the forefront of myself, but the more I am becoming comfortable in my own skin, the more it turns women and men off. They they say that I'm arrogant. They say that I'm thirsty. They say that I'm needy. They say that I'm insecure. And um, I'm wondering if where if that's where it came from with you, Ashley. What, where, first of all, introduce yourself to the people who are not familiar with you who are listening in for the first time here on the Empire, Ashley Martin. Hey. Okay, so like my sister said, I'm Ashley Martin. I am the founder of Sweetbox Naturals. Um, I have a organization where a sisterhood that's called the Sisterhood Experience where we focus on uplifting and inspiring and encouraging our sisters. Um the idea for the show came am I supposed to go into that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So the idea came because it's, it's been on my heart for a while to do the show, but because of some current events, I didn't want people to feel as though I was stepping on toes or as though I was being petty. Um, but that's something I'm dealing with too, learning to be like, you know, turn these fucks into butterflies. And if the shoe don't fit, then don't put it on. If it fit, then lace that motherfucker up. Um, mm-hmm. And just speak my truth and say what I have to say because, like my sister said earlier, you know, it could help somebody. So um, Mm -hmm. I see an overwhelming amount of insecure women. And Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking on the insecurities that us as women in general deal with. Like, oh, man, I think my stomach looked too fat in this dress. Or, oh, look, I got this pimple. Like, baby stuff. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. to the point where you are destroying relationships. And whether they're being Mm -hmm. friendships, romantic relationships, friendships with your family, I'm talking about stuff like that where you're just so insecure and so not in tune with yourself that you're just creating bullshit all around you. Mm. Like I mentioned in the video. Hmm. Uh I saw your video. That's what I was going to ask you. Tell tell, Tell the people about that video. Guys, if you haven't seen it, I've shared it to my page, but tell us about that video. So that video was touching on how a lot of women 
they create these storms and they get mad when they ask get whipped. You mm-hmm. you start nagging your spouse because he looked at somebody or because somebody told you that he likes somebody. It's it's all just little petty stuff and I've seen it mm-hmm. a lot. I've I have girlfriends that are going through this issue too where their man like too many posts for a chick or they'll see their man look at somebody and they just act like it's the end of the world. And it's like, Oh my God, we got to stop that because you, you, in actuality, you're actually pushing him away by doing mm-hmm. all that. Cause a lot of times it's nothing. He just seen somebody that caught his eye. Look, Oh, she looks she bad. And then that's it. But now you act like it's mm-hmm. the end of the world. Now you all of a sudden the ugliest chick in the world and he about to leave you. And it ain't even mm-hmm. that Mm-hmm. Now so I've seen where, relationships where people are in romantic relationships, but you said something really key already about destroying relationships. Period. First, let's just uh, define what insecurity is, by because you know I love the dictionary. Ty, it says emotional insecurity or just simple insecurity is a feeling or general unease of nervousness that may be triggered by perceiving of oneself to be vulnerable or inferior in some way or a sense of vulnerability or instability that threatens one's self-image or ego. Now, I'm going to just say it. I don't know anybody that should not, if this is correct, like I didn't do a lot of research because we did this show in like 15, we just decided to do this about 15, <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Right. <laughs> I didn't know, I, I didn't think that there was a, a unhealthy uh, personality of a person who didn't have at least some insecurities. And in other words, don't you think that certain uh, vulnerabilities and feeling a little bit uneasy about yourself in some ways is healthy or mm-hmm. do you think that people should be totally secure? Like that it's okay to say, I am not an insecure person at all. Which of the two do you think is, is the most appropriate? Hmm. Now, I think it is okay, so at the same time we I tell people a lot of people that think they're perfect and that they know it all, those are the ones who don't mm. know shit. There's always mm. room for improvement. So when it and I don't even know if we can actually call that an insecurity because I like to tell people mm-hmm. over yourself. Like instead of saying, Oh man, I can't do this just tell yourself mm-hmm. that you're gonna get better at it. So I don't think that that would be proper to label that as an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're not going to say it's okay to be insecure. It's okay to see mm-hmm. where you need improvement. It's okay to self-check and be like, okay, mm-hmm. I need improvement here. But to me, when when you're, it's an insecurity, it's something that you dwell on. It's something that bothers you and it stops you from growing in that area because you're already claiming defeat as mm-hmm. opposed to looking at it as an area to improve in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes very a lot of sense. Now, I will say that I think, well, I've already done a little bit of research, because, you know, I just can't go totally blind. But I want to go ahead and open up the line so that people can ask questions of you, because we're filling up. And let me tell you, y'all, please don't hang up. This is what does not happen on this show. We are not going to bash you. We are not going to make fun of your position. If you totally disagree with what's being said, that's okay. That's your prerogative. Actually, that's what makes people have healthy dialogue 
and think right. outside of themselves. That's one of the things that I think can help you become more secure, as a matter of fact. But the way that I identify you is by the last four digits of the number that you did call in on. If you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk. You don't even have to identify yourself. But if you hear the last four numbers of your phone number, that means that I've opened up your line and we can hear you. Let's start with the first uh, line. That's 4459. Are you there and can you hear me? Don't be scared. Don't talk. Say don't hello. Be, don't be scared. <laughs> 4459. Are you there? Just say hello if you're there, because I see you're there. 4459. I did send you a number to not call on. Yes, I did be. get it. Okay. I did. Yes, 8770. Are you there and can you hear me? I eighty seven seventy, are you there? We can hear you. Okay, I hope this is not gonna be the bulk of the calls because I'm gonna tell you the lines <laughs> are full. Um six four one five. Six four one five, are you there and can you hear me? Six four one five. Six four one five? Is the folks scared? I think they see what they scared for. Oh, and another thing, if you guys have your phone on mute, you can unmute it because all the calls are mute until she unmutes you. So I think that might be an issue, too. Some people think they have to mute their phone, and then when you call on them, they forget. They're not sure. I can, okay, I okay. can hear you. Okay, hey. well, come on. Thank you. Who is this? Is this 6415? This is, I thought it was like another button or something that we had to press, but, you know, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Do you do you have insecurity? I definitely do. I definitely have okay. insecurities. Do you think that those are more or less because of same-sex people, uh, you being female, or is it something that is an insecurity that was brought on by male influence? Um, for me, I think that it was um, more so a male influence because sometimes, I know for me, just for example, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and I know previously they're used to a certain kind of woman, you know, physically, where they have a big booty, you know, they've got a body and all that stuff, they're real pretty in the face. I'm not saying I ain't ugly because I ain't ugly, but uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I feel like I'm like, well, you know, my man, he might he might kind of like this kind of woman. Maybe if something don't work out between us, between me and him, then hey, I can direct him to somebody I know he'll like. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And that's something oh. within myself that I need to work on. Like I'm not, I want to say better than that person, but if mm-hmm. I'm not like enough for the person that I'm with, that's the problem. Mm. Now, that is not an uncommon position. Actually, I know that you've heard of this type of position before, but I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I don't understand it because I felt like, you know, oh, I might I know. not be a dime. What, tell us, tell us, because i got a feeling that this is very exactly what you were wanting to talk about. Yes. Okay. So I've been there before. I've been there in a relationship where, I felt like, oh, my God, he's so sweet, he's so nice, and I'm such a bitch, and I'm so bitter, uh-huh. and I know my attitude is messed up, and he's just so nice, mm. and I'm like, why uh-huh. are you here? He must be trying to set me up. Something ain't right. 
but it's, we we watch our mothers go through this too. So sometimes yeah. it's been programmed into us, and we don't even realize it. And you know, just okay. with every, we're conditioned to feel like we're not good enough because, especially, I, I'm assuming you a sister. A lot of us mm-hmm. growing up, we either too dark or we ain't dark enough to be black. Our hair ain't the right texture, and it's just we, mm-hmm. we just we're we're conditioned to feel like, oh my God, did I do my best today? Did I put on my best today? Do I look my best today? So when we find somebody that genuinely loves us for us, so take it back to my like my past experiences with being molested and being raped. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, just abuse in general. Then when I got mm-hmm. with somebody who treated me like a queen that didn't look to me as a sexual object, I was already conditioned to believe that every man only wanted sex from me. So when I got with somebody who didn't want that, that actually wanted to have a conversation with me and get to know me, the woman, rather than mm-hmm. what can I do for him physically, then I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, something ain't right. And I was just waiting on this shit to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely understand where she's coming from with that. And then that's where we have to get in and do the self-work. We have to do self-healing and we have to work mm-hmm. on ourselves because nobody can complete us. Nobody can make us feel good enough. We have to already know that about ourselves in order to mm-hmm. knock that out the park. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When I think of secure women, it really, in my, uh, I would say, in my state of mind today, it has very little to do with exterior things. I've learned that, but I will admit that the, to what the sister said earlier, she, you know, may not have felt like she was on that level of uh, feminine security, so she would pass him on to somebody else. First of all, me, the empress, the empress, like you're not gonna get my, like you're not gonna get my stuff. Now I may not be able to handle it, but damn, I'm going to try. If I want it, and I will not pass up anyone, you know, pass over a man because I think maybe I'm not enough for him. You know, I actually was listening to a song today by Jasmine Sullivan that said that very thing. You know, maybe I'm not enough. Maybe I'm not, you know, the greatest of this and that. I'm not the right shape. My booty's not big enough. I don't have enough of what I've seen you with. But wouldn't you think that that's the opportunity to learn more about yourself and maybe that this person wants something different from what is usual? I mean, it speaks to a bigger, bigger, uh, a lot bigger issue. You kind of introduced it in, a, in in passing with what you just said, Ashley, about the whole light skin, dark skin thing or the pretty hair, uh, kinky hair thing. Not that but okay. thing. I can... I, Look here, because I ain't got no ass. I got a lot of legs. Look, I'm all sides. I be selling dreams. (laughs) (laughs) They be looking from the front like, oh, she got some big legs. That means she got a fat ass. No, I don't. (laughs) But see, okay, so if you, so have you brought into the, uh, because you're a beautiful woman. I've seen your pictures. I I see what you look like. Ain't nothing wrong with what you, you, I see, but I understand when you don't see in the mirror or you don't see or feel the way that you want to see. Because I was one of those women who just had to have a booty, and I, you know, kind of mm-hmm. worked on it. But the thing is, if I lose this stomach, it's going to be ridiculous because I have a bubble butt. <laughs> but I knew, what my, I knew what my asset was. Did, did that make you right. become a, a woman who featured what you do feel secure about and ignore maybe that you didn't have the donk or something? Yes and no. Okay, so I was insecure about this no ass for quite some time. Now I joke about it because it's it's funny to me because too many people have told me that it don't matter. And I done had some dudes that they they 
me and one of my sisters, we had this joke about the um the little booty of spin. And you, you mm-hmm. make your girlfriend, if she got a little booty, you grab that ass and you make her feel like she got the fattest ass in the world. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, you know, I've never been told as an adult, mm-hmm. you ain't got enough ass. The dudes I've dealt mm-hmm. with made me feel like my little ass was the biggest ass in the world. So, I... As I as I've grown, I was able to realize that that's all me, because when it comes mm-hmm. down to business and when we doing do and when it's somebody that's interested in me, they don't make me feel like my ass is little. That's all me in my head thinking, damn, my ass ain't fat enough, because I'm a black girl with no ass. I got all this leg, all these thighs, mm-hmm. I ain't got no ass. So I was mm-hmm. able to realize that that's all me. That's all internal, and that's like what I was discussing in the video. A lot of the stuff, a lot of our insecurities, that's it's a insecurity for a reason because that, all that shit is inner. That's you telling your, because ain't nobody mm. else worried about it. I can throw right. this little ass in a circle. <laughs> so <laughs> it don't even matter. <laughs> but it's really good but, with that because I know that it's real. I know that it's, it, I don't think that that's something made up that we just woke up and, you know, women want to have these big booties. It's because the booty is really celebrated. I mean, if you if you look and, at and it, who taught us to celebrate the booty? The men, the men, because we we but, didn't care. I don't think. Uh, well, I think you're trying to say maybe the media or fashion. Yeah, I was about to say you didn't complete that word. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I don't know because it still I, hasn't changed the the fashion industry. I mean, they are not making booty licious clothes. You have to buy some right, exactly. Right. And so that's the thing. Really it's like it's the media. It, it's mm-hmm. the media as well because it, before we were made fun of for our fat asses. They had us in zoos because of our mm-hmm. asses, and and it taught our men. And then they taught our men to look at us for our asses. And mm-hmm. when we don't have an ass and we feel like we're not good enough, and it's like if mm-hmm. our ass is too big, then we got other sisters telling. The other sister, well, she must got ass shots. Like, we don't believe that a chicken have an ass that big and it be natural. Right. So it's like, it's so much, it's like hate, it's a love-hate type thing. Like, we were made fun of for having big-ass lips. But then you got little white mm-hmm. girls that get these lip injections, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. all the brothers want her. Right. So, right. you know, right. it's like, true, some mm-hmm. of that stuff can come from them, but at the end of the day, it's all inward because you're you're looking at it mm-hmm. from what the media says you should have, but if you're happy with yourself, and you don't point mm-hmm. out those flaws, and you ain't focused on the flaws, nine times out of ten, the dude that gets with you, he ain't worried about that either, because if that was such a big mm-hmm. deal to him, he wouldn't have got with you from jump, because he saw you. You ain't invisible. Right. He saw you ain't right. have no big, you ain't have full lips. He saw you didn't have no ass. Now right. all of a sudden realize when he looked at another chick with a fat ass that you didn't have an ass. That's all you right. do. <laughs> right. And see, this is the thing. Okay, I, I know that a lot of people had the discussion about Jesse Williams. Jesse, the Girl. actor off of Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Had a beautifully, he had a beautiful speech. Uh, I don't know if it was rehearsed. I think it was totally heartfelt. I do not not believe him because I've kind of sort of followed him in his interactions with all of the all black lives, all lives matter, but particularly the black lives matter movement. He was very much an outspoken person in that realm. And it had to, I was confused because I didn't know who he was, you know, because I don't like Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy. 
Secondly, I did not know that he was African-American because his presentation is totally Caucasian. I mean, you could kind of say maybe he's a dark-skinned Californian white guy, but he did not give me any idea of being biracial. And since his whole spiel Sunday night on the award show, the focus in a lot of these uh, Afrocentric or awareness groups, uh, black the conscious uh, community, forums, the conscious community is like Girl. damning black women because he chose and he's married to a very average black woman that is just you know she's just she's nothing. I guess you would say she's nothing special when you compare it to the ideal of what celebrity wives look like. She is she is not going to make the run if they try to put her on housewives <laughs> of anywhere. I mean, she's just not going to make it. Why, why is it that we expect that we can celebrate our natural hood, um, being nappy, being regular, having a little bit of a belly, having too much uh, leg or not enough booty. Why is it that God expects for us to celebrate that, but at the same time, damn, when you are that in comparison to some woman who's artificial, like Kim Kardashian, like the entire Kardashian family, or someone who is not even African-American in their um Heritage, like to compare a white woman's physique to a black woman's physique is just ridiculous to me because it's right. two different body types. But just because I want to say straighten my hair or because I wear weeds, I have mm-hmm. things for myself. I don't think that that's insecurity. Do you think that that's insecurity? Because I know you're a pretty natural woman um, yourself. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. You know what? I don't think that that's a sign of insecurity now mm-hmm. well yes I do yes and no I'm going to say it like this mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. if that's something that you're accustomed to because for time management reasons you don't have the time you're a busy woman you decide that you, you don't feel like tackling your natural hair and you decide that you want to slap a wig on or it's more convenient for you and your busy life to go get a sew-in which is also a protective style because a lot of women up under their sew-ins they're very natural and they'll take their mm-hmm. sew-ins out during the colder months and rock their throat so then mm-hmm. no now you have mm-hmm. women such as little kim who has openly admitted to the reason why mm-hmm. she's done the things she's done to herself is because men have said that she was less attractive because she wasn't light-skinned and because she didn't look a mm-hmm. certain way now when mm-hmm. you are now when i hear women say girl Everybody can't go natural Or oh no I can't go natural Because that don't look right on me It's like but my niggas Excuse my language That's how it came out your head That's how it grows out of your head What do you mean that it don't look right And a lot of times And and this might step on some toes But like I said I'm getting over that whole stepping on toes shit A lot of the stuff Mm -hmm. is the ones It's the religious people And religion ain't got nothing Mm -hmm. to do with it But a lot of times we're taught that whole We gotta follow this straight line Or else we ain't good enough it's usually mm. them who's like, no, I can't do that because I don't look presentable. And, oh, no, and, and you shaming yourself. It's like, but that's how it – so are you saying that God made a mistake? Because I will use that mm. against my religious friends who they mm-hmm. want to live by the – and I call them part-time Christians because they only apply what applies to them to their life from their book. Mm. But mm. it's like, so are you saying that God made a mistake 
why can't you mm-hmm. rock? Why doesn't? Why mm-hmm. isn't natural hair for everybody if it naturally comes out of your head like that? Are you saying that he made a mistake when he created you? And oh, mm-hmm. I gotta put makeup on. No, you. Why do you have to put? And then if, and you got acne, and you want to pile all this shit on your face. All you're doing is clogging your pores and feeding the acne. Now you just mm-hmm. you fucking yourself up because you're so worried about trying to make yourself look a certain way because you don't love yourself the way you wake up. Now I'm not saying mm-hmm. wake up and you still got crust in your eyes and plaque all on mm-hmm. your teeth and you ain't just you just rolled out of bed and said fuck it. But I'm saying right, you, right. if your hygiene is up kept, you can walk out the house. I don't mm-hmm. call my damn hell. And if and mm. if it's my because I got this mohawk. But it's growing out, so mm-hmm. I'm going through that stage where I need to get my hair cut, but I want to grow my hair mm-hmm. out. So it's awkward, so mm-hmm. I'll wrap it up. But if I want to be like, mm-hmm. you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to wear my hair up. I'm just going to sponge my head out, twist it a little bit, throw some coconut oil in it. I ain't got to put no makeup on, but make sure my lips are moisturized and go out the house. Mm-hmm. I feel like the most beautiful thing in the world. And I'm not mm-hmm. putting a wig on or putting makeup on because I feel ugly. I'm doing it mm-hmm. because I just feel like doing it today. So when you have sisters that feel like they have to do it, then that's mm-hmm. insecurity. Mm-hmm. So that's and what see, I have a problem with it. I have been a weave wearer well before weave was a popular thing to do. I was in right out of high school back in 1992, 93, uh, wearing weave. That's just what I did in between change. I wanted to be or look a different way. I don't like uh, predictability with regard to presentation, and and mm-hmm. I think we had this we had this conversation by uh, forum about this yeah. thing because I do think, and this is just where we we may disagree. Some women don't need to be natural, and I say it because of this, because just like you said, it's the difference between being natural and just rolling out the bed doing nothing. There are women who are walking around in America like they just woke up and they look unkept. They don't look presentable. They don't look like the queens that they're supposed to be. I want to just walk around with Clorox wipes sometimes and just wipe people down. And <sighs> people may feel the same way about me only because it, it gives the wrong impression of that person's capability. And that is the very reason why you never see extreme Afrocentric uh, attire, and, and not that it's right. I'm just explaining why it is not seen in certain parts of corporate America and uh, economic uh, groups of people. You're just not going to see it because it has, it has this connotation that it's not unkept. And I know that it's not true. I know some people who are much more clean with their hygiene and skin and all of that who rock natural. That is one of the reasons why I wanted to be natural. I've been without a perm for like seven years now, and under this hair is my afro that's waiting for the winter, and it, I, I know what I want to look like. I know exactly what I want to look like, and it's the same thing with makeup and lashes and nails and all the other stuff. Women who are natural, and I'm not speaking about you particularly, have uh, security in themselves as if they are more woman. They're more aware, they're more awake, and they're more black than a woman like myself who decides, to, yeah, I'm going to go get this overlay on these nails because they bend, or I'm going to get my <laughs> hair weaved down my back because I want to sling it sometimes and my natural hair don't sling. What do you say to that? Because there, is, there are those women who almost push women who have choices like myself into a corner like you're not woman enough, something is 
you have to have some insecurity in yourself when it's see I don't have to explain that I don't have to now see I've seen that that and that is why I had I do not associate myself with the conscious community and I know I'm probably gonna get my ass ripped apart for saying that but I don't I feel I'm to be conscious is to be aware and a lot of Mm -hmm. these conscious groups they they're so angry and they attack Mm -hmm. people and it's like if you're trying to quote unquote wake somebody up or bring awareness to somebody by yelling at them and and talking shit to them and demeaning them is not going to make them say oh let me listen to what you got to say it's going to make them be like you know what fuck this angry bitch I don't want to hear shit you got to say because you're just angry (laughs) and it's like I had used the metaphor in a group like everybody know my gumbo is the shit now Mm -hmm. you know my gumbo is the shit you know when I make you some gumbo it's going to be the shit now if I give Mm -hmm. you that same gumbo that you done tasted before and I I put it in a dirty ass bowl you done seen me drop your fork your spoon on the floor and I pick it up and just wipe it off on my pants and stick it in your bowl you know the gumbo good as fuck but I done ruined it because of how I delivered it to you so Mm -hmm. for for that I don't demean any sister for the way they feel to present themselves because I know Mm -hmm. some sisters that are in the quote unquote conscious community and mm-hmm. they take makeup on their face, and they had a 32-inch weave, and they don't see mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. Now, mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's, mm-hmm. we're at an event, it's, it's 98,000 degrees in Texas. You still feel the need to cake that shit on your face? Girl, I know you hot, and I know that shit is melting on your face. Why you can't go barefaced? Because you don't feel mm-hmm. that you cute enough to go barefaced. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to love on that sister and let her know, girl, you you are beautiful. Why you got to put, don't mm-hmm. put all that on your face. Girl, it's too hot to be putting all that shit on your face. And I know your scalp mm-hmm. is sweating. And then when you're trying to cuddle up with your man, he smell that old ass weave and all that caked up shit in your and sweat on your scalp. Girl, do you? Like, I'm trying to love on her and love her to accepting herself. I'm not going to demean her or make her feel like she's less than a woman because she decides to do all that to herself. So well, I, I don't. Anybody, let's see if anybody has anything to say now because we kind of warmed up. Everybody knows. Maybe, yeah, we don't went everywhere. Well. Yeah, we <laughs> went all over the place. But it still is about security and insecurity because I would dare say that the majority of women use makeup, lashes, nails, and stuff like I do. It's just an option. I, I don't right. think that women are high because you really can't. I don't think women can hide behind makeup. I and, and any man who thinks that I'll well, tag you in some videos. But I've seen I've seen those videos, but the thing is if you think that there is not the essence of that woman is still if it's about if it's, if you if you're that shallow that she has to get bare face to prove to you that she really wants to be in your presence, then to me you're not worth being in my presence. He ain't the one. Get, but he ain't the, he's not the one. But the thing is, some women do it because that's just what they've always done, and it's a, it, it makes them feel uh, beautiful to themselves. And for her to have to now take all of that away just to deal with you, to me, that's selfish. You know, I'm but like, you know what? Be, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. let me say this before you take this call. That is mm-hmm. such a beautiful thing because I was that mm-hmm. way. I always had makeup on. I, like if you, like I've been on Facebook since 2009. I guarantee you, if you go back to them earlier mm-hmm. years, you ain't going to find me without makeup on. You ain't going to find mm-hmm. my face not beat to the gods in this weave in my head. But when you mm-hmm. start to accept yourself and to 
fully be aware of yourself and to love every ounce of your being and to feel like, you know, and you know what, maybe it does take somebody tell you, damn, you are really beautiful without all that makeup on your face. And maybe right, that's what right. it is. And now it has a lot to do with it. And because it's like you're already conditioned to doing it. So Mm -hmm. nobody has ever told you how beautiful you were without it. And you don't Mm -hmm. know how beautiful you are without it. Because some people need to be told and some people don't have to be told. Like I was one, Mm -hmm. I didn't really have to be told. Now I will, in high school, I had some big ass teeth and I I still got big ass teeth. (laughs) And I I never smiled because I thought I had some big ass teeth. And so one time Mm -hmm. he made me laugh while he was taking my pictures. And he was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. you have a beautiful smile. And after he Mm -hmm. said that, I was like, cheesing everywhere. Yeah. But I'm going to let you mm-hmm. take some lines, because I don't want people to get mad and be like, she talks too much and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> 4459, are you there? Can you hear me? Please say something. 4459. <laughs> no? Still not going to say nothing. Okay. I'm going to phone. Yeah, unmute your phone, because I think that um, sometimes it gets, you know, confusing. It's automatically muted as you call in and press one, but since they don't want to talk, a couple of the other lines are still the other numbers that didn't want to talk before, and we did speak to 6415, and and we'll talk to, and got a couple of asterisks out, and I I understand it. They may have just called just to listen in, so we're going to just keep on talking now. Let's talk about this this, 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 um, this, uh, knowing um, your beauty, um, because one of the things, I got five different things that I quickly uh, searched up on how you can change in security. If you have those, and I think, like I said, I think everybody has them. Some people's insecurities may seem to other people minuscule, but it may seem huge to the next person because, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I would have to go and look at your teeth to see if your teeth big. All I know is you have a beautiful <laughs> smile. I, I would have never, like, don't you have the same teeth you yes. had back then? I'm sure you do. And, and see, <laughs> and they, I have they, always yeah. been, they they the same set, okay? So I have always been told, and because <laughs> I'm a twin, I've always been compared, okay? So I have a twin sister. She has really fair skin. She almost has what would look like a mulatto or a mixed person's skin tone, hair, eyes, and everything. So she's like a little white girl to me. Mm-hmm. In comparison, because I'm more brown, I think that I'm darker skin. My hair is just naturally dark. Da 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 da. So I have always had a compare. I expected a comparison. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on purpose a lot of the times, but I expected a comparison. I have always been told how big my eyes are. Okay, you got the biggest mm-hmm. eyes. I have ever seen. Like I see your Call eyes me. come around the corner before. That's what I've always been told. My eyes are big. Uh-uh. Your lips are big, and you have a beautiful big mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, thought, you know, I didn't know that it was something to be excited about until I realized that a lot of the things and tricks that people do with regard to their uh, makeup is to do exactly that. They're putting makeup on in order to try to enhance the size of their eyes, the size and the proportion of their eyes to their cheekbones and stuff like that. So it took someone saying, you have the most beautiful eyes I have ever seen, because I always thought I looked a bit, you know, down syndrome. <laughs> I, I really, I, I swear, because 
because in nursing school they tell you that one of the symptoms of Down syndrome is the almond-shaped eyes. They all have the same shape of eyes, and they do. You can see mm-hmm. it. And when I looked at my eyes, I would say that they're kind of huge in the middle and, and, and thin on the outside. So, I, I, you know, I can't believe but one guy that's always good was one guy to say, you have the most beautiful eyes I have ever seen. And they're mm-hmm. so odd that I can't stop even looking at you. And it changed the way I even saw And I had the same. I know and I have the same set of eyes, but I did my thing, <laughs> you know. And, and for you, like, you know, you, you said with people bothering you. And what's your thing? What what was the thing other than the booty? Because I know you said the booty thing. What about the skin color? Because I know there's a big skin color issue inside of black men culture. It still really so, is, and I'm so old for this. It is. It still is. You know, I can't quote exactly, but in the Willie Lynch letter, it talks about how if you separate the niggas from the light skin to the dark skin, you can control them for 300 plus years. It's been over 300 years, and it's still controlling us. Like, we're the only people that look at dark skin and light skin like it's two different fucking races. Now, for me, mm-hmm. I'm not dark enough to be considered dark skin, and I ain't light enough to be considered light skin. So I'm one of the the mocha colored chicks that's just sitting there like, oh, okay, y'all are beautiful mm-hmm. to me. Which they are. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't mm-hmm. have anything with the skin complexion. But like mm-hmm. I said, it was it was my teeth. <laughs> I remember mm. one of my friends, it was one of my girlfriends, she told me, I don't know if y'all remember that cartoon, that if you watched cartoons in the 90s on Nickelodeon, Doug, and I had those, <laughs> what was the teacher name? The purple teacher with the big teeth. And, and she was like, girl, all your teeth are all the same size. And you got some big ass oh. teeth. And she was just joking with me, but I was like, damn, my teeth are big and they all are squared in the same. They're perfect, actually. And right. but it, it was weird to her because she had never seen anybody with perfect teeth. So as I got older, that's right. what I realized. Because a lot of people have mm-hmm. fucked up teeth. And they have cricket mm-hmm. teeth or they have, you know, and I was always intrigued by people with cricket mm-hmm. teeth because I always thought it made them look unique and then here I got all these box ass teeth looking like I got dentures in my damn mouth so I was like Ugh, I don't like these teeth but I was mm-hmm. actually doing something for a classmate he was in photography class and he needed some some pictures for his portfolio so he was like well come through and I was singing at the time so I was like oh yeah that's a you know great opportunity to barter and we were just mm-hmm. taking pictures and all my pictures I'm looking serious and I'm trying to look sexy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he said mm-hmm. something that made me laugh. And I laughed and wanted to talk to me. That's when he was like, oh, my God, you have a beautiful smile. You need to smile in these pictures. And at that mm-hmm. point I was like, oh, my smile is pretty. So I thought I was the shit mm-hmm. from then on out. So that's the only thing I had to do mm-hmm. with insecurity with my teeth and not having to ask. Because actually it was my baby daddy that told me that you're the only black girl I know that ain't got no ass. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Like I these that, big like ass you. legs. Girl, listen, I have heard the very, well, similar things with regard to, like, I cannot control my skin color. I, I can't, right. especially with the change of the season and the older that I get. In the winter, I get extremely, extremely pale, and in the summer, I get just as toasty and brown as if I've gone to, like, tan, like, purposely tan, and I can't help it. I can remember when I was probably around 23, 24 years old, buying makeup that was the wrong color because <laughs> I knew, I felt like the, the guys that I was attracted to always liked darker skin 
female. If I've, I've not been wrong to this day, okay? I mean, that, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not dating anybody is because the guys that I like are, they could probably be brothers because they look so similar. I just know what I like about certain men's characteristics, but they are usually attracted to women who are darker skin. Now, it's, I don't know if it's a, a coincidence or if there's something. No. Yes. We yes. just had that discussion because mm-hmm. I love dark-skinned dudes, but dark-skinned mm-hmm. dudes do not like me. I always end up with light-skinned dudes, and I'm just like, you cute and all, but I, I want some dark chocolate, but dark chocolate don't like right. me. And all my light-skinned mm-hmm. friends tell me that they want a light-skinned dude, but light-skinned dudes don't like them. It's only the dark-skinned dudes. And, damn, I wish I could remember who said this, but somebody, we had a discussion on Facebook about this, and they were talking about how it's their own insecurities. It's their insecurities. Mm. They want somebody that doesn't Mm. look like them because they feel insecure about the way they look. So dark-skinned dudes, which I I can, I I know that's true, because growing Mm. up, it was always the dark-skinned dudes that got picked on for being dark, called burnt biscuit, and, and you burn, you look like midnight and all that kind of stuff. So they always mm. went for the light-skinned chicks. And you notice in the songs when it's a rapper talking about how light-skinned chicks are so beautiful, and in the music videos it's mm. always a light-skinned, it's always a dark-skinned dude with a light-skinned chick. And it's like, mm. why you, you don't want nobody that look like you because you're not secure in the way you look. And nine times out of ten, their mother is dark-skinned too. So it's like, so you don't think your mama's beautiful? Are you watching mm-hmm. your mother get abused or talk too badly because of the uh, shade of her skin? So you try to get as far away from that as you can. You don't want to have no dark-skinned babies. And it'd be the, the mm-hmm. dark-skinned women. They want a white man or they want a light-skinned man because I want my baby to have some good hair. And they tell their kids, mm. stop going outside so much because you're going to get dark. What the fuck? Mm. What kind mm. of stuff is that? You know well, what I'm I, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, there is, that is all so true, but there is also a truth on the other spectrum. Because, you know, I, I was trying to see somebody else on Facebook the other day saying Shea Butter Team, you know, like we coming back. I was just missing somebody <laughs> because there is, a, there is a false expectation that just because your skin is fairer that you have some heightened level of security because it's close to white, I guess. There is, that is mm-hmm. so absolutely not the truth because I – by my own people are more often rejected as being enough than I am by people outside of my race. And I'm not saying that I get a, a, a extra points from white people or whatever, but I get a hard time from women. I mean, I, I have a I have a ex friend right now who I know she has insecurity issues, but we have shared the insecurities that we have together. But some way she gives me extra points. And and it, it, it is mm. not because I'm doing anything extra or, or having any more advantage, but she has bought into that whole stereo, that colorism thing, which supposedly right. is not even supposed to be something that we should be doing with each other, but it is still very, very true. And the other thing is, is men do that stuff with each other, too. Now, I, ain't, I mean, mm-hmm. they can act like it's yeah. real and that I've it's just it. us women, but they do, don't they do it? They did. It was a whole beef on Instagram a few months ago, like last year, um, where it was like light skinned niggas take pictures like this and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Not true, but 
<laughs> but they, they do that with each other. <laughs> but, but listen, I don't get I don't get that because I think that it is not about your skin tone. It's about your fierceness in believing the beauty truth that you have of yourself because I've seen some people who have mad security about themselves and I'm trying to figure out where they get it from because they look toe up to me and it has nothing to do with their skin tone. Like there's this one guy on um, Facebook, he's always posting and giving advice to, to men and women about different things and he's a chocolate brother. He's fine as hell. He's just not I my cup of tea. But he's very, it's not fake. It's just what he has told himself and rehearsed enough to know about his own um, acceptance of himself, and that's what makes him secure, and that's what makes him sexy. I I mean, I dated almost for a year a guy that I don't even know what I was thinking because he was just not huge to me. He wasn't huge, but he was mad secure. There was nothing that intimidated him about his capabilities as a man, and particularly with what he wanted to offer to women. That was so sexy. So, I, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's hard to get the combination of what I desire and what I need in the same capsule. And I think when women do that to themselves, that's when we get all insecure. So can you tell me any uh particulars about what you wanted to express about this whole thing because I don't see insecurity coming from you anywhere. Um, I still don't see the teeth thing, but I'm trying to understand um, <laughs> what point you were trying I'm trying to understand what you what point you were trying to drive to this topic. With what which what, the insecurity part? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um Shit, hold on, because I got distracted because somebody was knocking on my door that was outside. Um, with the teeth, okay, so basically it's, it's all the insecurities, it comes from inside of you. Mm-hmm. And you know what, and that's part of the reason why I'm working with children now. Um, that's my new adventure to, to work with children because there's this mm-hmm. quote, and I forget who stated it, but it was talking mm-hmm. about how it's easier to to train a child right rather than to fix a broken adult. Because us, we we already grew up. A lot of us are stuck in our ways, and when somebody tries to present us with a new way of looking at mm-hmm. things, we can't fathom mm-hmm. it because we've already been conditioned to believe the stuff we mm-hmm. already believe. So it's hard to tell us anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a beautiful daughter. That little girl. I do. Is thank white. you. That white ass oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, if you look so, at. She's so sweet. She, she, all of those kids came out looking like mm-hmm. I got some answers that I need to be providing to some people. But <laughs> with the exception of my son, who is mixed, my husband, he's, mm-hmm. if you look at him, he's the same complexion as I am. But when he was younger, I didn't believe it either until his mother showed me pictures, but he was light-skinned. And my mm-hmm. children, when they came out, they were light-skinned, my girls. But, you know, my mm-hmm. oldest daughter, she cheerleads and she plays basketball and she's in the sun all the time, so she's gotten darker. But people mm-hmm. that, a lot of people that met me, they met me when I was pregnant with Maddie. And then when Maddie popped mm-hmm. out and I got these brown babies and this brown husband, they was like, what the hell going on? Where you get the mm-hmm. white-ass baby mm-hmm. from? <laughs> so it was a whole trying to explain that. And it was like, but she got our features. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. 
I, I think we got to get past that whole light skin, dark skin thing. Because, I mean, like I said, it's part of Willie Lynch's whole agenda was to separate us by that. And it's, and it's working. It's still working. Mm-hmm. So what, if, if you had to give advice to someone who had, because I think that, period, I don't care how much money you have and how many plastic surgeons you can go and get, you still um, are being the equal amount of art, being artificial when you go and say you right. have surgery or I go and buy some hair. It, like we all do things to enhance what we feel like is at least a certain level of beauty. Is there something that you could say to like women like myself, you know, um, mm-hmm. because I do, I know how I feel. I feel different when I have myself in a put-together way where I feel like this is how I feel. And I even know that people say I come off like, you're feeling yourself. Yes, I'm feeling myself today. Yes. And it's only, but it's only because I have satisfied something for me. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. How and then that's when you, you have to get continue to, that? to do that. You have to continue to do that. That goes part, and we had another show on this about speaking affirmations. You have mm-hmm. to speak those affirmations, and you have to speak life into yourself. Like once mm-hmm. that one person told me I had a pretty smile. Now that ain't the that was the first and mm-hmm. last person for a while that told me I had a pretty smile. But that's all mm-hmm. I needed to look at myself, and I look mm-hmm. at those pictures like, damn, I do got a pretty smile. You have mm-hmm. to learn to raise your vibrations and to learn and look at yourself like, you know what, I'm unique, and take something mm-hmm. that because it's like, for example, like me and a few other sisters, we shave our heads a lot. And mm-hmm. normally, what's the first thing you people do when you cut your hair and you post a picture on Facebook? Oh, my God, why'd you cut your hair? And they make mm-hmm. this big-ass deal about it. And it's like, bitch, I think I look good. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of my sisters, um, she's a poet, Poetic New York. She had a, has a poem mm-hmm. about that, how she doesn't need all that weed to weigh her head down. She got to make room for her crown. And it was so dope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I've been waiting to shave my head for the longest. And she just made me feel like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, I got to make room for my crown. It's like you have mm-hmm. to learn to speak life into yourself because nobody else, they can they can nudge you a little bit, but you have to see mm-hmm. yourself. So when that dude told me I had mm-hmm. a pretty ass mouth with these big ass Doug's funny teeth, I had to look at myself and be able to see it for myself. You know, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. So once I saw it, then it was like, it was no stopping me. So there are times where people are like, oh, my God, you're so vain. You're so conceited. And it's like, there are times where I wake up and I'm like, ugh, I need to get my mm-hmm. life together. And mm-hmm. I have to do something mm-hmm. I have to speak life into myself to recharge myself and, and, and remind myself that I am the shit. And if I ain't the shit to mm-hmm. myself, then I ain't going to be the shit to nobody else. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if we got anybody who want to talk this time. Because I promise you, it, it helps just to share. Um, you don't have to share anything. We personal. don't know who you, you are. Say, we don't know who you are, and you can say that I just am enjoying the conversation. Don't know what the conversation is. Ask the questions, whatever you would like <laughs> to ask. Eighty three thirty. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hey, that's me. It's Tony Vinchell. What's up? Oh, but we're doing. <laughs> so, what you how are you? I just I just hopped on. Huh? You talk okay. So that that yeah. So the conversation about women and insecurities and 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 yeah. So so here here here's the thing. So a few years ago, actually, it was more than a few years ago. Probably about ten years or so ago, mm-hmm. I used to be friends with this lady, 
um, and at the at the time, you know, I was I was in church, and she was a lady that I knew from church or whatever, and she had sickle cell. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't have a car at the time, but what I would do is uh, when I got off work and I would pick up I would pick up my kids, I would stop by her apartment just to see her and check on her and see how she was doing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, she started dating this guy, and um, I went over to her apartment one day, and he was there, and he was playing with my kids. You know, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, cool, but I don't know you, so if you're going to be playing with my kids, I'm going to watch you because I don't know you. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened when I left, but when I went to choir rehearsal the next day, um, at, at, during the intermission of the rehearsal or whatever, the pastor called me outside and he was like, yeah, you know, sister, sister, uh, so-and-so said that her boyfriend told her that you were looking at him funny and it made him uncomfortable. And I was like, what? He's like, well, yeah, you were over there, and, you know, he was like, you were looking at him like you were kind of lusting after him, and this, that, and the third, and, and so, you know, me, this was before I got my life together. <laughs> I don't know if y'all believe but I told him, I said, I tell you what, I tell you, I said, you tell that punk-ass bitch, bring her ass outside, and tell her, come tell me that shit to my face, and, you know, long story short, what it was was that she, I guess, caught him looking at me. At a point that uh-huh. I didn't even know he was looking at me, and when she asked him about it, he told her, "Well, you know, she was looking at me like she was trying to get at me, whatever, 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 whatever." And she got stupid with me, and I was like, "You know what, little girl?" And she was older than I was, but I was still like, you know, because that's a little girl bullshit to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, because ultimately, if he did look. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I am a pretty girl. I, I can't help that. It's not anything that I did wrong. Um, right. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? And if you, you know, if you have an issue with how I look, then maybe you should talk to your mother about who she chose to breed with. And that's basically what I told her. You know, I was like, you know, to talk to you. Oh, that's a good. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at your mama for who she chose to breed with. Um, she she made but, a very good point. You know, but that it, was it, it's interesting to me because you know the the fact the fact of the matter is is this. You know, and and I think women say this all the time. If he's going to look, he's going to look. And when you mm-hmm. ask him questions and you confront him, then you make the situation uncomfortable. Now, I'm not saying right. that it's okay to lie. You know what I'm saying? But what I am saying is that when you push somebody into a corner, you can only get what it is you're going to get. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and people, when people see that. women with confidence, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand what she went through to get that confidence. People don't understand that there mm. was a time that for years where I would get up and I would get dressed and I did not look at myself in the mirror because I did not like myself. I didn't, I didn't think I was pretty. I thought I was ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, at one point I thought I was too skinny. Then at one point I thought I was too big. Then, you know, and I, and I had all of these issues. So when I got to the point where I started to love myself and started Mm -hmm. to become confident in myself and started to Mm -hmm. love the way that I looked and appreciate, you know, who I am for all of who Mm -hmm. I am, then mm-hmm. no, you're not going to be able to disrespect me, and no, you're not going to be able to tell me that I don't look good. And and if I walk around, you know, and I get that a lot. You know, she thinks she's cute. Well, I do. I really do. 
<laughs> and I'm glad that yes. you do too. Right. Oh. <laughs> yes, that that that. I, I mean, she said a lot. She said a I whole gotta lot say something. Go ahead, baby. Before I forget, girl, because that's part of the. Okay, so I didn't want to too much cheat. But there have been several occasions, and it's all been this year, where it's been a female, a friend, associate, whatever. We weren't that close. Some I was really close with that felt like, well, I don't know how they felt, but I know the way it was presented to me as though, like my sister Tony said, I was looking at them funny or I wanted them. When in actuality, mm-hmm. it don't even be you. It could be, because one of my other friends had to tell me, you know what, well, maybe they said something to her to make her feel uncomfortable. And I know Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I had, me and her were best friends since grade school, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. she got this one boyfriend. She started Mm -hmm, acting mm -hmm. funny with me. Me and her tastes Mm -hmm. are completely, like, I think Tyrese and Genuine are fine. Like, the the, what society says Mm -hmm. is a good-looking man is fine. She thinks Trick Uh Daddy is the sexiest thing in the world, and y'all know who Trick Daddy is. And I don't like to call people ugly. But he, 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 so it was like, why would you think I want your man? He's not even my type. I have another, a friend. She's gay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not a lesbian. What are you talking about? But somebody brought it to my attention that, you know what, it might not even be you. Maybe their spouse has said something to them about you that made them feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So, because mm-hmm. it was like all a sudden shit. Like, we all been cool for a while. And now all of a sudden right. you think I want your person? And right. it's like, right. that's what it is. A lot of times that's what it is. So, Tony, sometimes that's what it is. Maybe the spouse said something that made them uncomfortable. Like, oh, she cute. Because with my friend that I know of. It was that mm-hmm. one time her, her boyfriend was like, oh, look at you. you looking all snazzy today. And I was like, ah, thank you. And that was mm-hmm, the end of the mm-hmm. conversation. But she took that shit and ran with it and thought he wanted me and I wanted him. And a lot of times and it was that insecure shit. Mm-hmm. And all it took was mm-hmm. that one comment to just, like, throw mm-hmm. gasoline on that shit and it just ignited. And mm-hmm. they ran, they run with it. And we well, can't do I'm going to tell y'all another funny story, though. Um, oh, okay. Because what I've realized about women like that is, especially with women who you've been friends with, a lot of times these are feelings that they've harbored for a long time that they just haven't right. said anywhere. Right. You, you know right. what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So they've always mm-hmm. felt like you were the pretty one, or they've always felt like you were the one that the guys wanted, or they've always felt like, and, and now, you know, pressure will bust any pipe. And so hmm. all it takes is that one situation for them to all of a exactly. sudden now there's this emotional vomit of everything that they wanted to say to you since you were 10 years old, you know, since hmm. I was 10 years old, and it all comes out <laughs> at one time. You know, right. I had a lady, um, I walked into a church, it was the first, this was, and this was when I was in the church, you know, before I, you know, kind of fixed my head and all that. I was looking for something. So anyway, you know, I, it was my first day walking into the church, you know, I walked in there, and I was checking it out. And um, I had a lady come, you know, and, and no disrespect. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ashley, you might feel bad calling people ugly. I don't. Because, oh. I, I, you know, I, I think that sometimes ugly people are angry people. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so, mm-hmm. you know, she, she was a bit to be desired. And so mm-hmm. she came up to me and she told me that the Lord told her that, I had a sexual aura about myself, Girl. and 
that I that she needed to watch her husband around me. And so what I did was I looked at her and I told her, I said, no. I said, the Lord did not tell you that I have a sexual aura. The Lord told you that I am sexy and that your husband can't she's keep his looking. eyes to himself oh. and that he's been mm-hmm. looking since I walked in the door. And maybe the Lord mm-hmm. is trying to tell you to demand respect from your husband because there's absolutely mm-hmm. no reason why it's, it's okay for you to look. I mean, it's okay for you to take a peek, but there's absolutely no reason for your wife to be sitting right there and you're staring at me the entire time we are in church. Right. See, that's what the Lord right. was trying to tell you. It didn't have anything to do with me. Right. It had everything to do right. with you and your relationship. And it, it, it boils right. down to the fact that there's, you know, you have um, what, what happens is, you know, people, they have these insecurities, and what they do is they project them on yes. other, people. other people. And they say, right. oh, well, yes, you think, and you think, but mm-hmm. no, what, you're, what it is is it's really a reflection mm-hmm. of how you feel about yourself. I love it. I love it. I love hmm. it. When they when they yes. say you think you cute, I said, No, you think I am. You okay. You think I am. <laughs> you think you think you fine, don't you? Nope. You think you think I'm it. fine. Right. And thank you. And, and and thank you. I so appreciate like, that you recognize. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I, it's just amazing that everything that you were uh that you just said I was about to say. Uh, with mm-hmm. regard to uh, when people are, because I think I, I personally think that there are ugly babies. Like babies can be ugly, oh. but I, oh. I do. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had I got I got blocked and reported when I said it because I post. I like all babies ain't cute. I'm sorry, but I think oh. at some point they change into adults that look different than they are than they are as a baby. I don't see a lot of ugly adults. I just see people who are, I'm not attracted to because it's a different, it's different. And like, I think all babies are supposed to be, you know, cute, you know, that's just how that. But she said she don't have a problem with calling people ugly. I don't call anybody anything, but I just know and I make clear when I'm attracted to something and not. So there has a, a whole lot of conversation don't have to happen. And it doesn't it doesn't mean that I think I'm so hot. I just know what I like. And that's and that's it. It doesn't have anything to do mm-hmm. with my security of self. It's just where I am and just like she said, these females who wait for the perfect argument or the perfect opportunity and go from zero to a hundred have been holding at fifty for all of this time. They felt like that from the very beginning. I will never forget a girlfriend of mine, that same girlfriend this uh-huh. chick, I, I almost thought that she may have a like a real woman crush on me because she would buy me things. I had to sit down and tell her. I told her, I said, "Listen, <laughs> I like you as a person. You don't have to do anything to win me because we good. We're friends. Mm-hmm. You know that's just where we are." This woman bought me a dress. She bought me shoes. She bought me all kind of stuff, and it's. It was hard. I don't like for people to give to me because I feel like I need to do something in return, and I couldn't do it. I, I financially could not do it. And I'm talking about nice stuff. So I had that conversation, and she stopped it. But the very moment she felt like I had crossed her, she went mm. off because you think mm. you're cute and you think this and you think, no, you know how insecure I am because I've told you those things. And it hurts. Hmm. I tell you, it is worse than some stranger calling me. You, you know, that don't bother me. But it really hurt me because I had shared 
the parts of so myself much with that, that I was insecure. Exactly. I was so insecure about a lot of things, and I shared those with her. She took those very you know things what? and turned them into weapons. You know why? Because she sees the greatness in you. She sees that your potential, you have the potential to be greater than she is. And so mm-hmm. she got to do whatever she has to do to keep you right at that point to where you're mildly insecure. You kind of need her validation. You need that validation from mm-hmm. other people to say, no, nah, you mm-hmm. fine the way you are. I, mm-hmm. Look, I would do the same thing. The moment I mm-hmm. found myself and was like, mm-hmm. I know I'm the shit. I don't need validation from such and such no more. And that mm-hmm. was the moment mm-hmm. that the shit flipped. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you don't, you don't. I was actually told, I don't listen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, we mm-hmm. grown. You ain't my mom. I don't have to listen to you. I, and, and when she said that to me, I was so shocked. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so out of all the shit we done been through, I was just the best person in the world, your best friend. I come cook for you, do mm-hmm. whatever for you when you're going through stuff. And now all of a sudden I ain't shit and you don't want to deal with me because I don't mm-hmm. listen. That was your reason? Mm-hmm. I was like, you mm-hmm. know what, I'm, I'm completely peace with this shit. But I do want mm-hmm. to set a challenge but for mm-hmm. all the women. And this is a challenge mm-hmm. that I hold myself to daily. Whenever a woman comes to you or somebody pays you a compliment, whenever a woman gives me a compliment, say, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, I like that lipstick. Oh, anything. Anytime it's a compliment, I always mm-hmm. tell them, thank you. I'm just a reflection of you. I always let them know mm-hmm. I'm just a reflection of you. Because anytime we judge somebody, whether we're speaking in a positive mm-hmm. way or a negative way, we're a reflection mm-hmm. of each other. Mm-hmm. You identify in me what you see mm-hmm. in yourself so I let them know I'm a reflection of you so especially if it's something good oh I'm just a reflection mm-hmm. of you you know you the shit you know and I, mm-hmm. I've had older women especially they're shocked when they oh you so pretty it'd be the old church women oh you so beautiful mm-hmm. and I'd be like mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you I'm just a reflection of you ma'am and they that just brightens up their day. So I want to encourage us to do that with each other when we see each other give each other a compliment and when we mm-hmm. give Somebody, when somebody gives you a compliment, let them know, thank you, you are too. I'm just a reflection of you. And see how that mm-hmm. just, if we can just get that shit going and uplift each other a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think we can mm-hmm. do a world of, of difference and killing this insecurity. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it at the end of the show. Um, Even if you I think they it. ugly, Sharon. Because ah! <laughs> I know you. <laughs> now, I wasn't going to say that. But I, I let the people let the people know where you are uh, and how they can get in contact with you, and we're going to end the show tonight. This was really refreshing because I needed to uh, hear some of these uh, things, and that's that's a good thing to say. I'm just a reflection of you. How can the people mm-hmm. learn how to get in contact with you, Miss Ashley? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Ashley Martin. Um, my friends list has been maxed out for a while. I've been deleting people, and I just cannot open this friends list up. But you can definitely follow my page, Sweet Box Natural. Yes, is exactly mm-hmm. what you think it is. Keeping your box sweet. Um, so sweet back. Sweetbox Naturals. I also have a group on Facebook, the Sisterhood Experience. The Sisterhood Experience. It ain't got no fancy way, no hood way of spelling it. It's just how it is. Um, (laughs) It is a private group, but you can definitely request to be um, brand access into that. And and my phone number, 504-314-8486. My email is sweetboxnaturals at gmail.com. 
Thank you so much, and Ashley, you know how we do it here on the Empire. Before the Empire is closed out for the night, the Empress got to have something to say. You know my mouth is big. Quick commercial break, and I'll have five things that you can do to help increase your security level. Be right back. Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in. Listen or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Tonight's show was about insecurity and how it is nobody's particular fault. I'm not sure we can follow society wholly, if we can fault our experiences in childhood, and we can fault the exes that we've had, but there are definitely some things that you can do to change your level of insecurity in a more positive way. First of all, I love what Ashley said, if you're paid a compliment, to turn around and respond to it in such a way as I'm just a reflection of you. And that can be done if you're surrounded with the right people, because I'm not going to tell some folks this thing because it's just like truth. And I and I don't judge people on their physical uh, exposure or, or presentation as much as I do the experiences that I've had with them. I know some extremely externally beautiful people, but they are dead inside and they're nasty inside. And it uh, that's all I see after I've had the experiencing of that uh, emotional uh, baggage that they have. And, and, and one of the other sisters who was on earlier, I was so grateful that somebody finally answered the phone, and she, and she said that it is a projection of how they feel about themselves and that ugly is really hurt. It's people who have had hurt who are trying to kind of metamorph themselves into being around people and that that self-esteem is going to come to you. Now, there are some studies that show that that is uh, one way of helping yourself, but you cannot become your surroundings just by being there. You have to do some things to change yourself. The first is considering things what are what is beautiful, because a lot of people self-shame because they don't fall into these uh, size twos, or their hair is not the right texture, their skin is not the right way, the eyes are not the right color. If you define beauty in a way that is applicable to you, then you will definitely find it. That's why beauty is in the eyes of the home. That's why some people are just not attractive in my eyes but are absolutely the God sin for someone else. You have got to change your definition of what beauty is for you, for you. Don't let nobody else do that. If you let other people do that, you will be damned to be insecure. Secondly, you need to read your self-esteem file. And a self-esteem file is really just a folder where you put away all of the things that you know you do not like about yourself. I don't care why you don't like it. It's something that you put in this folder of, I just don't like this. Now, I cannot deal with you if you're going to constantly use I'm overweight 
as one of the reasons why you have low self-esteem, but you sit up and you eat bonbons all the time. You are just damning yourself into self-loathing, and you want to be in that place. Now, I'm not saying you got to go run a marathon, but there's some simple things that you can do just to change what you say equals up to what you don't like. Prime example, women who say, you know, I need to have this bubble butt. Okay, it's not going to mysteriously appear, and if there are things that you can do to get it, then fine. And some women have decided to have surgery if that's what your thing is. If it's hair, you can, there are stores everywhere where you can go and buy it. If it is the way your teeth are shaped, there are things that you can do for those things if that is what you have determined it to be. But I can guarantee you, once you start removing some of these things or fixing some of these things, say, for instance, this hair, you go and buy something, you still feel the same, you will then know that it has nothing to do with some of this superficial stuff because I've been a size 10 and I am now a size 14, 18, sometimes a 20, depending on where you get the clothes, huh? But, yeah, I have been all those in between. And the same insecurities that I felt have either changed and morphed to that size or I've seen it in a different light or they've become a totally different insecurity. I've had told, I didn't have not one temple during high school. I have flawless skin, flawless skin, beautiful long hair that was mine. And the older I get, the more bald-headed I get and the more wrinkles I get on my skin. So if I get if I get determined that my beauty is defined on where I used to be or something that I cannot attain, then I'm damning myself to be insecure. Avoid people you feel insecure around. If somebody makes you feel some type of way about yourself that's not healthy, you need to get away from those people. I'm sorry. I don't care if they're related to you. I don't care if you work for them. I don't care if you call them your running buddies. You need to get you another crew because the people that you surround yourself with will be the people that you identify and hold yourself in an accounting to. And I read somewhere on Facebook one of these guys who was posting something about there's always a group of girls at the club or a group of girls here, and there's always the baddest one, and then there's one that's not so bad. The one in between is the one that you really want, and I really didn't understand what that meant. But when I think about this topic, there are some truths to that. People will feed off of the esteem that others have in the hopes of it rubbing off. And like I said at the beginning, you can be affiliated and surround yourself, which is the next step, surround yourself with people who make you feel supported, but not necessarily just people who look like you want to look or who have what you want to have or who go where you want to go. That's not support. When you're around people who support who you are in the state that you are in, they will always support you being a better person. And when they are supporting you, they're not supporting your weight. They're not supporting your skin. They're not supporting how long your hair is. They're supporting the person. And the healthier that person is, the higher your will be. Um, and know that self-esteem and security is something that is invisible. Now, I know we've talked all about all of this physical stuff that you can see, but the real truth is is that when you have true security, it has nothing to do with something that you can buy, something that comes in mixed colors, 
that comes in yakky or, or, or Remy straight. It, it doesn't come in those things. The security should come bald. I, I say it all the time, bald-headed and babbling. If you have nothing, nothing on your face, nothing in your hair, your body not fitting in, into any clothes, just bare naked to yourself, your self-esteem should be just that pristine and clear. It shouldn't be weighted against anything to make it stand up. You, that's why Alicia Keys is on this on this funk about you know the no makeup thing. But it 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 kind of works in certain realms, but I don't think it works a lot because when people have been constantly told and fed, and they actually fit into these stereotypical roles of beauty. She can draw a zero on her forehead, scalp herself, and put earrings in every orifice she has, and they would still say she's beautiful because she just fits that stream of beauty. It is when people who do not the mainstream beauty are able to pull themselves up and into the forefront and let people see them with or without, long hair, short hair, being variable without being stuck into this fixed idea of what it means to be beautiful or have security. And lastly, let no one love you more than you love your own damn self. I know it's possible because I know women who have men who absolutely love them, but they, they're they killing themselves trying to compete with what they think the next up and coming may be. It kills me women who get a, a rise or get upset with their man finding beauty in beautiful things or beautiful people. When you get upset at him recognizing beauty, it tells me and the rest of the world how insignificant you feel and how insecure you really are. I actually think, and I don't have a man right now, but y'all don't hold me to this because I might get kind of selfish if I really get one. But I really think if I had a man that uh, I know I loved and loved me and I was secure in that relationship, I don't see how I could respect him if something that even I thought is beautiful he couldn't appreciate. I'm not saying disrespect me. I'm just saying you crazy out your mind if a beautiful woman comes around and he doesn't recognize that, either you dating Ray Charles or you just being insecure. And insecurity is so unattractive. It, I, I hate it with women, but it's even the more so with men. An uh, insecure man can't do a damn thing for me because I have some hang-ups, and I need a support, okay? I need someone who's going to be able to support and, and cover me as well as he. And, and I'm going to tell you, some of these ugly men with all this money, um, I'm not going to tell them, um, you know, I'm just a reflection of you. I'm going to say you're ugly. If you didn't have that money, how would you act? Uh, that, that boxer guy, is, Mayweather is one of the biggest false advertisements of security that I've ever seen in my life. You know, I mean, he's got short man syndrome. He's not that great attractive to me because he's so arrogant. He's trying to prove and buy his security by what he has. But knowing that he can be stripped of all of that and 
still have that attitude, I'm sure it wouldn't be there. Mike Tyson was another one. But he's he's a different person than he was then because everything that he did have his security. Now he's just a regular man with a lot of money and a lot of attitude. But I'm going to tell you this, uh, and we're going to end the show. Um, When you are secure with yourself, when you find that uh, satisfaction for yourself, when you get that, nobody can really hold you back from anything that you want, desire, relationship, advancement. I'm finding that to be the truth of myself, and I didn't have to do no Weight Watchers. I didn't have to do, uh, you know, nothing artificially to change literally who I am on the outside. When I started changing on the inside, the security started to feed outwardly, and that's when I started to get the compliments. That's, I've never been one of those women who was always told they're beautiful, I think you're attractive. I've never been her. But the more I found in myself beautiful, the more I felt secure in myself beautiful, the more beautiful I appeared to other people. So I'm projecting that, okay? So I hope this is a good song with Jasmine. I don't know what the song is, and this was the impromptu show. Thank you so much, Ashley, for making me go online tonight. Go on, talk about that Mary Jane tomorrow. I don't know if you smoke it, but I don't smoke it, and I can't smoke it. I don't even have a desire. But we're going to compare it to alcohol, and we're going to talk about the billion-dollar business that's booming with it. Same station, same channel, same time. Talk to you later. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, you must think I'm fucking stupid, busted, you communicating with all of these other dudes, you must think I'm fucking foolish, you're just an opportunist, I struggle to love you through all of my pain and my confusion, I wonder what got me through it, used to be your poppy, but we not speaking, I'm not feeling the same, and still I stay, because we got seeds, I'm a palm tree in the rain, the way I sway, move with the wind, excuse your sins until you slip, and you do it again, you ain't my woman nor my friend, now, I see how you get down, go back to your text, we're moving on, the illusion's gone in your field with regret Now, used to have me stressed out Now I'm in a better space and you gon' feel real dumb When there's someone else in your fucking place I know, hey. you know, you ain't right go, go, Please stop, I know where you was last night And if you're gon' lie, then at least be good I heard you was in your old hood I thought we were past these days No more games, I believe Oh